Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden, and you're listening to Queer Stories. This week, Omar Seka is the author of two acclaimed poetry collections, These Wild Houses and The Lost Arabs, which won the 2020 Prime Minister's Literary Award for Poetry. His debut novel, Son of Sin, is out now, and he performed this story, well, this collection of poems, at Melbourne Writers' Festival. I keep trying to get Omar to write a story for Queer Stories, but every time he puts forward poetry, and his writing is so spectacular that I say, sure, who needs to follow the format? Enjoy. Assalamu alaikum. So, every time Maeve asks me to do one of these, tell a story, I always say no. Uh, <laughs> it's true, I always say no. I never have time to write a story, and instead I say, but I can read some poems. Uh, to which she usually says, yeah, all right. <laughs> like, if you must, if you must. But at least tell a story beforehand. Uh, <laughs> so, it was 2017, was what I had called at the time the year of dick. And I'd sworn off women, tired of it, over it. And I was only going to date and hook up with men, which I did for several months. And things were looking up for me at the time. I had several events at the Emerging Writers Festival. Coming up, I was very excited. I had a festival in Mexico the month after. And then a dear friend of mine passed away the week of the Emerging Writers Festival. And two days after that, my father passed away. And then three days after that, my uncle, his brother, also passed away. It is a kind of absurdity, the amount of grief uh, that fell upon me that week. And it's, you know, something I'll never actually be able to articulate properly, I feel. So I didn't do the Emerging Writers Festival events, um, naturally, but I did go to Mexico. And that is the backstory for this poem. So <laughs> this is what happened afterward when I got back. And this poem is called When the Veil Parts. We hooked up six weeks after the funeral. That must be how long it took my departed father to beg God for his son to fall in love with a woman. I never imagined a life like this, one in which I am happy and knowing it has ruined the future. We can only dwindle now. I try not to bother you with this foreshadowing. I watch movies. I earn small dollars, count down the hours. Lap the block of decaying animals. Avoid the bees beginning their dizzy deliverance around helpless flowers. I do not call my mother. I laugh eerily at whatever my brother sends me. In fact, as soon as I see his name, humor wedges my spine. I fuck you on good days and bad. 
We argue about the dishes. I use dildos to teach myself new raptures when I am alone. This has nothing to do with your womanhood. It is mine. A long hand held heaven because I haven't met a man I trust enough to deliver me there. And this is one way we are both women. You ask me what this is about as I write it. Mandarins, I lie and taste citrus. I don't know how to be anything other than queer and sad. I need to map a way out of this unexpected complication and all I can think to say is ta bene. We part sometimes and you work and sleep as I do, but these are false previews of absence predicated on return. I no longer look at mandarins except as an omen for loss. It's not all bad news. My father, God bless him, already proved that when life ends, love enters. So, basically a couple of months afterward, I met my current wife. And a couple of months after that, I was at a residency in America for a couple of months, and their internet blocked you from accessing porn. And so that's what this poem is about. <laughs> it's called, I Felt Like a Saint. <laughs> the residency accommodated artists for months at a time. A bedroom, a shower, a kitchen, a studio, a haunting snow. Their internet smothered smut. Tried to keep me from being a slut. My love, a world away, went hunting through archives for the sex I described. I felt like a saint, she told me, three or more steps removed from desire, crowned by a light that can only come from sinning in another's place to know their ache. For you, I will mouth a fantasy halo, dribble, devour, suck, the law of balance demands I devil your holy. Instead, I do nothing. Watch magpies mating outside my window. Well, the birds stood close, perhaps talking. <laughs> Unexpectedly, even magpies need love. Never have I felt more perverse. The space between us is full of bodies paused. I jerk off just to feel normal again and to honor her labor, the diligent record of other people mourning nude for the camera, all the little deaths. Our screens stay dark, ecstatic portals. You can be the patron of tribbing, I say. I will be the song of absence. Now press play on those men, please. <laughs> yeah. She found me porn and recorded it. <laughs> and sent it to me and I wrote a fucking poem about it because that's what I do. <laughs> anyway. This poem is about watching TV, sort of, but not really. It's called Runtime. One episode in, I declare I would die for them. Any character from my life is worth dying for when they're on a screen. It's so easy to love them there. 
I want tea or coffee to rip start a chain store in my heart. I swear this sandwich is so good, kill me. We're dancing in a flood of light and my body won't stop trying to find another way to close. Like any failed alchemist, all I know is how to take a good thing and make of it a menace. This is what the world did with God and yes, I am the world and no, I won't learn my lessons. I'm in the metaphor factory again, fighting for my beard to be a beard and on the way out, this jalabiya becomes my eternal shroud. No. Song. Today, I'm going to run at the police barricades in a lip sync for my life. I'm tired of mouthing what I must in order to survive. I'm going to run at the gun after I kiss a faggot on the lips. I am the faggot on my lips, and I am running toward a choice that is not inevitable. Doom feels so delicious on my skin. Don't you love to shiver in the ending? Isn't it in the ending that we get to triumph? Or is that only after tragedy? In the after or before, tell me what's waiting. Is it a gun or parade? I'm trying to cook up a revolution here. Of course, the kitchen's on fire. I can put it out or read the secret songs of smoke, but not both. I'm reading the earth with a sore melodious throat, watching the house sashay away to great acclaim in a little black dress. It was never my house, never my mind, never mine, but I own this dress, believe me. I want to tear out the good pages of every book and eat the cheap paper, the good pages will be those I land on, or the ones without people. Fuck. I think I finally understand the romantics, and this is why I laugh, stumbling hysterical free as I run and run toward the only certainty I know. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out Queer Stories on Patreon, where you can support the project for as little as $1 per month. Follow Queer Stories on Facebook for news and event updates. And follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.